Close your eyes, leave all your troubles behind. Yes, it's fine. Come kick it with me in my imagination. In my imagination. Well, sometimes my mind plays these tricks on me. Sometimes and I find that my mind. Welcome to Eat, Sleep, Run, Repeat. The podcast for the average ride runner. <laughs> Nearly. <laughs> Nearly. Yeah, yes. Shit, I don't even Was know. Bad? What, what episode are we? 91? Yeah, 91. 91. Shit. We've got we'll have to do something special for 100. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 100 we got, Ks. We've got Taz, Savage, and Sam Hyam live in session. Yo. Um, we, we all raced last night at the track, so we'll get into that soon. But we've also got Mr. Nathan Barden and the Spartan Steve Sparling in session. Yeah. Bit of a full house. Pretty rare. Yeah. We all seen each other this morning except for you, Steve. Yeah, I slept in. <laughs> Sorkin. Well, we were all there yesterday for your 300 park run, weren't we, Spartan? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that was good. Yeah. good. Congrats on that, Steve. Your 300s park run, man. That's impressive. Yeah. Yeah. Bloody good cool. effort. Yeah. It's a lot of years. Yeah, so what it is, I think, yeah, so it'd be a bit over eight and a half years. So I started yeah, just for that, Steve. What do I what? You get a shirt, don't they give you a shirt saying 300 park run? Buy it, don't you? Nah, you can get whatever shirt you want, but um, park run puts out their ones they send to you that you can get for free through park run is the 50, and then you get 100. And then I think it's 250, which is a green one. You would have seen that going around. And then I never got offered one at 50. Um, you got to go in and do it yourself. So, because oh, you, you only just started, but back in the day, they said you got a big um run coming up. We'll send you a shirt once you've completed it. But then they got taken over by different companies, so they slightly changed the shirt material. And then yeah, they do it. But yeah, you got fifty, a hundred, then two fifty, and five hundred. So you have to buy them, or you get them for nothing. Those ones are free. Yeah. Oh, okay. But apparently, you used to get a twenty-five volley. I think in a hundred volley. You can get whatever you want now. If you, if I wanted to get a 300 one, I just go into the Parker on Online Store UK, and then you just purchase it and get it sent over. So, because I've seen mostly, most of them are just 25 volleys, but you see a whole heap of random ones now, like 80 and all sorts of stuff. Didn't they? It was where the boys were saying that someone at Warner they did like their 500th park run, and they are oh, well down to them, but they've only volunteered twice. <laughs> it was like shamed them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was like fuck. Uh, speaking yeah. of um 500s you know how matt archer did his and we he said he was the 19th i think in australia yeah um that cam uh cambo campbell i can't think his name last week yeah last week at um north lakes he did his 500th and i said to him so he must be 20 it's like a week or whatever apart two weeks apart and i haven't heard of any others come up so he could be somewhere in the early 20s and he said he was 12th he said because on the website you can go in and it has age categories as well and also completed in Australia only, as well as um, combined um, international uh-huh. park runs. So it depends on what category you put it in, but I'm assuming Matt Archer would have done all his here, wouldn't he? Don't know. Uh, Maybe. Touching that at all. Is that Campbell Higgs? Yeah, Campbell. Yeah. No, not Campbell Higgs. Oh. Damien Campbell. He's a big fella. So he's oh. there right from the first day. He did 500 park runs, and I think on the anniversary which is the 10th birthday he worked it out so he'd finish on that one for his 500 
And then that was the park run number 533 at North Lakes, and he'd done 500. So he missed 33 over the 10 years. <laughs> so he's a big unit. Um, you'd know him. Mm. Solid oh, fellow. Good on him. Yeah. So, yeah, it's pretty weird how there's all different categories when you get to that milestone, 500, you could be, yeah, he said he was 12th or 13th or something. I said, oh, that's weird because Matt Archer said he was 19th. And he says, oh, no, no, when you go in there, there's all different actual segments you qualify for. So he goes, I'll take the 12th because it's the lowest. <laughs> so anyway, but yeah, it was a good turnout yesterday. It's heaps of people. Yeah, and they gave you a bit of a shout at the start. That was pretty good. Yeah, also, I clicked over 3,000 Ks during that run yesterday. I timed it well. Had to do a big warm-up to make sure it happened. Didn't want to get to the year. Yeah, so far. Wow. Yeah. That's good. What have you boys done? Yeah, we're going to make us look now. Taz is over 2,000. Yeah, just over 2,000 recently. Where are this? Where did you find um, it? Oh, this year. On 1,932, so... Yep, Steve's uh, 3100. I'll get close to yeah. it this week. I'm 65K this week, so I'll get virtually on it. Yeah. 2000. Yeah. Um, Chris Reed ran 60Ks yesterday. Start yeah, that's crazy. Oh, man. 30 in the morning. <laughs> yeah. Tough. We he didn't should... even look. Yeah, I seen him on second lap or something. It didn't even look like he'd been running for that long, eh? Yeah, that's we should give him a uh, a shout for that. Yeah. So I, I screenshotted his. Um, the post you did on Instagram, yeah, it's a, it's a bit, a lot to read out. I might read out at the end, but it's, it's really good. Well done, Chris. Three of the last four Ks were the fastest. Sixty K distance, six hours and twenty four minutes. Yeah, that's pretty good. He did it for the sixty, sixty men that die every day. Um, mental health. Mental health, yeah. So that are basically killing themselves because they don't want to continue so that's that's the statistic and 60 men die every day so it's interesting isn't it that suicide is higher in men than women yeah yeah strange so it's a funny thing men don't like to talk about stuff and keep it to themselves mm. and before it gets to Maybe. that point it's too far gone so yeah yeah sad eh? yeah so um what did you guys do yesterday there's a lot of speedy runs going on should we talk about the Track yeah. race, definitely. Yeah, kick it yeah. off. Yeah, well, um, myself, Taz, and Sam all entered the five thousand meter. It was the Queensland champs, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, Queensland champs, um, five thousand meters on the track. Which, um, man, it's a great event, and I, I always banging on about it. But everyone should get out there and have a go if you enjoy park run. If you're even just a half decent runner, like. If you can go under, say, 22 minutes for park run or under 25 minutes, get out there and have a crack because the first race, I think, last place was like, what was he, 27 minutes, something like that? Like there's, it's all levels. Like there's obviously much, much faster guys, but you can get out there, get in the right um, seated race and just get on the track and have a go. Like they're... They do have rules in place with like super shoes and that. You're not really allowed to wear them, but they're not, they're only checking the elites, but they check the shoes in the elite races. I don't know if you guys saw that, but the officials made them get their, made them get their shoes out and had a look to make sure that they weren't wearing like prototype shoes and 
um, everyone was wearing pretty much like dragonflies or, um, you know, Adidas spikes or on running spikes or whatever. But what did you boys wear? I wore dragonflies. Have they got the AirPod in the front? No, no, they're just like a, I reckon they're like the next with like a, um, like a spike plate on them pretty much. Mm. Very squishy. Like, man, I'm, you know, mid forties and I can run in them and I went running this morning and I'm not sore one bit. How far did you go this morning? 50 minutes. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was was waiting for you and your dad to turn up. If you were to put, like, just say a cheap pair of running spikes on me, and I'll run 5,000 metres on the track on them. Be stuffed. A wheelchair today. And, yeah. like, those dragonflies, man, I can just wear them and just, it's like nothing. There's the other one, like the dragonflies. Looks like it's got an AirPod in the front. And I had them on my feet, and they were like, I could have gotten for, like, 70 bucks. And why I didn't buy them, I don't know. I think they're more of, like, an, a 400, 800 metre. Yeah, well, they better be good for maybe doing some track stuff. What did you boys wear on the track? Vaporflies. Yeah. yeah. Same. Yeah, okay. They felt good yeah. on the track. They do. I was talking to Adrian Seville afterwards, and I said, I've never run on a track ever. And he goes, me either. <laughs> oh, I run on on Tuesdays. I run on in those um, uh, Under Armour, and they're actually really – they feel really good because they're not too much – there's not too much hill there. To, you know, they've still got a plate in them, and they feel, they feel pretty good for the track. I definitely felt the fatigue in the legs today, though. Like, yeah, especially after doing... Well, the pace we were going this morning. Sore, a bit sore after an hour. Taz and I were on the front like at about 4.45 K. When I looked down my watch, I was like, oh, Just, um, What you were saying before, Steve, um, we're going to go out at uh, 5.20. We got 1K done at that and then somehow <laughs> <laughs> That 6K on the way home, I was in trouble. It is nice to look at the chart that we run and you look at the graph and it's yeah, just a... Yeah. It's just a ramp right up to, I think you guys got to sub four at the end or something, like 350 or something at yeah. that 20 or 22K. It was a good build, it's yeah. Joel, yeah. yeah. I was trying to catch, uh, when we started the, the Brighton Run Club uh, run, I actually was trying to catch Brad and I was doing like 420 a K at one point and I just I knew I wasn't going to catch him, so I just shouted at him and he finally stopped and then um, waited for me. He goes, I didn't know it was Nathan. No one calls him Brad. <laughs> it was only the English lab we were running with. I've forgotten his name, and uh, he did a one twenty six or something down at Sydney half marathon, and um, he was actually right behind him, and he shouted to Brad to like someone was shouting for him. Yeah. So, um, wax goes. No one calls me Brad. I was. I was like, who the fuck's calling out? And he goes, and everyone says Wax. <laughs> Trent. <laughs> Trentus. <laughs> Just um. Getting back to the track, Sam, that's your first time running at an event like that on the track. How did you f- find it? Like, was you, like, nervous beforehand or? No, I, was, I felt pretty good. The last time, so I did a lot of track in school, army school, and then started high school. So Kiwi 2 and out of Christchurch, um, raced there for the relay and uh, 100, 100 metres. Um, and I just remember it being really bouncy. So that's what I was saying to Taz on the way there. I said, "Mate, get excited! It, it'll be it'll be lovely on the track." And as soon as we as soon as we set off, I was like, "Oh, this is great!" But just it's hard with that with that group that I was in. Every everyone was hitting a three fifteen like me when you started off. And I thought, well, if I back off now, 
I'm just going to be a no man's land. And eventually, I think I for that pack out of 12, I think I was in sixth, I finished it. And yeah, um, yeah it was um, unreal on that track. I loved it. Definitely going to do it again. Is that is that how both your races went from and everyone else's? Like the, the pack just takes off and every, if you don't go, you get left behind? Yeah. yeah 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 okay so what, what are you running off the off the start line like 315s like you say that yeah that, that was way too hot but everyone was in the same boat but even my heat i was looking at it now like my fast the fastest guy on mine was like 15 minutes he yeah. lapped me on the on the last part just got me there um and, I, and it was pretty much the same for every heat yeah it's just yeah it, it, people I, didn't obviously put an honest time in but yeah, I don't know why. Why would you nominate such a like when you can run fifteen minutes? Why wouldn't you try and get yourself in the top Elite. one of the yeah. one of the first or second heats? Like maybe he was just trying to win. You win that heat, maybe that, exactly. Maybe yeah. that was his goal to win the race. But like, it's just bizarre. He's so far ahead. Like you might as well just go and time trial a race on your own uh, when there's no one around. Like you're just running solo anyway. But yeah, yeah the, the track races tend to start quick. So you've sort of got to go with the flow to get yourself into a position. But like in my race, that was kind of, I think, what sort of put me in a hole straight away. Like, you know, you spike your heart rate, you yeah. can't settle down, and then you're just stuck. And Good. yeah. Yeah, I think it's different sometimes because you've got maybe a, a varying level of ability, especially over. Um, 5k there could be quite a variance in times but imagine when we were younger we were running eights 15s uh you know 3000 5000 um that well not 5000 so much but the the caliber of runners was very similar so you'd run in a bunch so it was hard to get good times you know like a track race is hard to get a good time sometimes if it's not paced because someone's trying to win the race you know, it's like, are you trying to win or are you actually trying to go for a time? And I think that's where, you know, you can, the first few laps can be slow and you never get that time back. Um, so it can be a bit difficult. Yeah, yeah I, um, you're right there, Nathan. I when, Once you see the elites racing, they they definitely hold the pack really well. And that was awesome waiting around later on to see um especially in Paul Goulet and Andy Day's race, there was a PNG and a Fijian bloke. The way they finished the 200, oh, was just yeah. like, yeah. wow. Would have like run like a bloody low they, 20, 23 got, seconds or something for the last pulled, 200. One guy, this Fijian fella, Harry, he was lightning. It was like, yeah. I've never seen anything like it. Harry picked off a couple of blokes. And even the elite, I think it was Tim, Tim someone who finished his race, He he had a bit of a look. With a guy, remember that race, Taz? He had a look around, yeah, and then he just shut the gates. That yep. was that was pretty unreal. Yeah, that was awesome. Is that is that um, Paul and Andy's race? Uh, oh, geez, that was, it a... was two guys from Gold Coast. No, one was yeah, Gold Coast one had a hat on. on. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah, one was, was an athlete's awesome. foot. Yeah, man, athlete. that was sick. Because what happened? The 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 B race. I'm not sure what time it was one in, but it was bloody quick. Like man, flying. Um like low 15s, maybe even sub 15, was it? Could have possibly possibly been under 15 minutes. But the the guy who was leading the race gapped him about the middle of the race, put about 100 metres in between him and second place. Looked like it was all over. And then he started fading and second place caught him 
he took he overtook him and it was like a full you know like and the crowd's cheering a bit for him as they're going around past us and they they were like neck and neck and then the guy who was officially oh what so he ran 14 20 oh 14 15 and 14 15 shit man they're in the same race together those two Oh, it was wow. just a good battle, like yeah. watching them like neck and neck. And you'd think that when he caught him, he had nothing left in the yeah. tank. But then he just picked up again and just ended up fighting him off. Gutsy, eh? Just I mean, bit of scars there from the uh, one fellas from Gold Coast Runco. He's 21, Connor. He did the 14-15. And then Charlie Moore from University of Queensland. He's only 17. So when you're a bit older, you sort of know, oh, well, I'll leave it bit in the tank and then send it on the last which he definitely did. Yeah. Hey, going back to your time, Sam, that's a PB, 1730. Yeah. yeah. So we were talking this morning, me and Taz, um, you're going well. You like PB to road race, 5K road race last Saturday. Yeah, and then 59. Saturday to Saturday, you just knocked, knocked 29 seconds on a on a track race off a of 5K. Mm. But uh, going well, mate. Yeah, cheers. I, I felt the track... Um... I reckon definitely do better. If we go back in another month or so, I'd, yeah, I'd definitely uh, look at it a bit different. Yeah. Um. So I'm definitely excited to get back there, that's for sure. And you were targeting um, GC50 pace today, pushing a pram, so that's something different, a bit of um, resistance yeah. training. Do you, want, do you want to clear that up? I know we spoke a lot about your GC50 pace and what you actually want to do. Yeah. Hear a lot from Steve and like, <laughs> what what is the time and how do you actually want to run the GC50? Oh, look, it... It's really going to matter on the morning of see how if it's going to be raining like last year in the morning or if it's going to be bacon hot. Um, Arvi, he's he's actually racing it as well, which I'm pretty excited. He told me last night he's going to average four fifteen. As soon as he said that to me, I was just sort of like, well, he's definitely got a lot of good good runs on his belt this year. So, look, four fifteen was was going to be my goal. I just haven't done any big long runs other than Guzzler on my legs. Um, just because I can't build too much of the distance because of my shins, but look, I'm gonna I'm gonna do the 415 for the first lap, and then just see, just really follow with my nutrition and stuff, and see how we're going. So I don't want to finish the race being buckled. I don't want to have that buckle in my stats, but I reckon 425. I think that's doable. It was 442 last year average, so yeah, I reckon 425, 430. That should be achievable if I nutrition correctly, um, which I will. That's for sure. Um, and it's a good. I think at that time maximum temperature will be under thirty at the time I want to finish anyway. So I'm not too worried about it. It's just it's a tough course with on the concrete. There's no shade. It's heat. The the hill that's around about about ten k mark. If if you really got a if you're chasing your time, that that hill you've got to do four times up. And, you know, where's the hill? Oh, it's just I'm trying to think. It's dead flat along there. Isn't area, it? but... Carum, uh, Carumbin. Carumbin, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, Monday, sorry, Monday. Yeah, yeah. It's okay no. going up. It's yeah. coming back up. Yeah. It's a bit, a bit different. Yeah. But I think you average about four fifty over the whole fifty k. Remember, yeah. a lot of elevation, so it's not huge, but. It's just you're out in the that's still a bit. heat. That's the thing that just gets you. And like, it's there's a lot of traffic when you hit the 25k runners. I don't I don't know if they're changing out this year if they're running it different, but 
Yeah. So with your 415 average for the first lap, so that allows you, if you're going to aim for 425, you're going to allow yourself to sort of slow down, or not slow, but hold the 435 pace. Is that correct? To get that average? So you're giving yourself a little bit of leeway by going hard for one lap, 12, you know, 25K loop. Yeah. Look, I know I can do the 25K at 415. That's, it's yeah. just how I'm going to feel is the, is the next next question. I mean, you know, candles so. going to burn. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, oh. Well, watch. It's a, tough, it's a tough one because even doing a that that would consist of a sub three marathon, and as we all know, that's yeah. hard. That's a yeah. hard yeah. Uh, marathon's one of the hardest races in the world, and a lot of people, you know, trying to get that sub three, so you're hitting that fifteen k's, and you're going to be hurting around the thirty k mark, thirty five k mark. But you then, but you got another fifteen k's to do mm. when it really starts to hurt. Yeah, I mean, last year to finish three fifty four. And and I felt unreal. Mm. I, I was a little bit like a bit gutted because, but I, it, that was the plan. Like if you look at my splits, yeah. it was just absolutely executed, perfect. Hydration was great. Um, got the uh, gels in, and that was probably the first time ever that I've taken the gel at forty five minutes, spot on. So, yeah. um, definitely planning on doing that this year. I mean, I've learned so much with my coaching about nutrition we had a nutritionist through athletics australia that um really nutted that into us about you know you've got you've got to put into your body because you you know you're using so much so if you get it in early a lot of people leave it too late um if if you're waiting up to that hour you you know the demand longer in the race at 30 40k is is, when when does it really hurt like you've done a couple of 50ks i've only done the one but when did it really hurt when you're doing a 50k run like what at what mileage so all, all the others i did that i didn't really nutrition properly was about 30k um yeah. but the last one i had no problems i didn't hurt at all feet were great body mm-hmm. felt good um and it's because i nutritioned right um yeah. so. so in saying that are you going to stick with exactly the same nutrition plan or is there something that you changed a little bit um um because well, yeah 45 minutes but you're going to be going faster so there's something uh, to consider as well do the same breakfast that i normally do sort of um either wheat bix or some um toast and peanut butter and then i'll have a caffeinated gel first up before the race so maybe half an hour before and then i'll have another one at least another 40 minutes before sorry what is it with peanut butter? I've tried it. It's fucking disgusting. Oh, I love it. I love it. I'll put it on anything. Everything. Oh, I, I wish hey, I'm I liked a... it, but Jesus, I've tried it. Yuck. Good, eh? <laughs> yeah. There's something in it, and it's like I think it's high in protein and oh, just yeah. good, good low, low GI. Runners. Loads of runners eat it. Hey. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. it's got a, uh, a new um, chocolate out. That's peanut butter. The New Zealand. Yes. Chocolate. Yeah, you, you posted that picture. I want to try them. They off tap. Is that like Nutella sort of thing? It peanut butter inside the chocolate inside the. Yeah. Oh, okay, shit, it's unreal. Yeah. If you like peanut butter, you like it, man. I don't know. I mean, it's a go-to for me. I just if I'm hungry, I just want something quick. I just get butter and, and a piece of bread, slap the peanut butter on it thick, and just fold it and go outside and chew it while I'm doing yard work or something. But if you don't like it, you don't like it. It's not your thing. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, yeah, I guess it's like Vegemite. There's a lot of arguments about Vegemite, but I like Vegemite as well, so whatever. Yeah. yeah. But I guess going back to our, our track, we didn't really talk about our race. Yeah. 
Um, oh yes, you guys raced yeah. each other. We did so. race each other. It was, um, yeah, I guess. Taz got me. I did one yeah. one one one. Oh yes, <laughs> okay. What's... Distance now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What, what happened there? Did you did you take off and were you lapping together for a bit? Because there's twelve and a half laps, right, for five thousand. Is that right? Yeah. So how long we used like ride on each other, or it did not happen? I'll go through my um like my experience with it because um Taz, well like even you would you say you had a really good run or like I thought we were all a lot slower than yeah. we were all capable of doing like even Craig Macklin who was just in front of Taz he's a North Lakes Park Run guy he was aiming for sixteen forty which is what I was aiming for and even he what what was he seventeen. 05 or something yeah yeah he was over 17 minutes which About he five was seconds in front of me i think yeah he was pretty gutted with that but like i was aiming for um like 320 average which is 1640 and the first 2k like we jumped out of the gates pretty quick yeah so, so craig around 1704 yeah so about that but like yeah so we jumped out of the gates pretty quick which is you can sort of expect that so like get yourself in a good position i tucked in right behind craig and taz and there was two people behind me and i was i thought there was more than two people behind me by the way i thought there was about five people yeah. so i'm thinking for a big part of the race i was thinking oh, i'm not last but then i turned around at one point and i realized i was last but um i was behind um taz and craig for like 2k and we went through in like roughly 320s, like spot on for pace. Yeah. And then it just started getting hard. And I, they got me by about like, say, five meters, but I was kind of holding that five meters. And then the gap just grew and grew. And then I, and then sort of like about halfway through the race, I was like, I just want to stop. Like I just felt like just pulling out. But I was like, man, you cannot pull out. Um, it's bloody habit forming, you know. Every time it gets tough, you want to just pull the pin. But so I finished, but oh my god, it was a, it was a shocking, shocking run. Yeah. But um, what's your PB for five k? Any like road or? Well, I done. I did sixteen fifty one at Sandgate Speed Week. Yeah, and just to compare the two, right? So I had a good chat to Paul about this afterwards on the drive home. Just briefly, I think I'll respond better to more volume. But anyway, we're going to change that up in the training. But during Speed Week at Park Run, the first couple of K was hard, but I felt comfortably hard. Does that make sense? And then the third K, I was kind of holding back thinking, don't go yet, it's too early. Don't go yet, it's too early. And then the last K just went for it. And then I kind of, when we finished, I was like, man, I probably could have gone a bit earlier and run a bit quicker. Whereas yesterday, it was like, I, was, I fucking felt like I was hanging on from the gun when you just shouldn't feel like that. You know, you should feel mm. comfortable for at least the first couple of K. And I mean, it's just one of them things. It was just a shit run. And I'm just, it's made me like kind of a bit angry. Like I've just got to get back on the horse and go again. So that's what I'm going to do. You think you might, I reckon you need to just rest, take a week off. I will over Christmas. I'm going to have a yeah. break. Uh, yeah. How about oh. you, Taz? Were you aware of where Steve was in that race? Like yeah, after the like, go? Yeah. So the first, yeah. So we came off pretty quick, obviously. 
And I remember looking at my watch on the second lap, we're doing three fifteens, and I'm going, holy dooly. It's <laughs> like, I don't think I've ran this fast ever. So, uh, and what I sort of made a mental note, I was trying not to look at the um, the numbers of the laps. So I, I sort of switched off. And every time I went past that um, finish line, I just didn't look at it. And then I remember looking at it at 6K in. Sorry, six, that'll, six, just, so that'll just show you how different go. how different our mindset was because I was looking at that lap counter. Every yes. lap, yeah. Oh, God, this ready to go. This and, and the guy actually stuffed it up because I went through and it yeah. said eight to go. And yeah. I'm like, eight to go? Oh, no. And then the le- next lap, it said six to go. So he just, oh, he oh, just, take him to flip it over. Sorry, man. Yeah. So yeah. When I, I remember looking at it at six laps, and that was when I was really hurting six laps ago. And I could only, I never looked back, but I could just hear that, you know, cheering for Steve just got quieter and quieter. So I'm like, oh, he's must be in the dungeon here. And I'm hanging on the Craig. But yeah. Craig, yeah. Me, and yeah, just hanging on the Craig. But well, it was good when you you, you passed Craig, actually, which I, I, I was like, well, he was doing a wow. lot of work. He was doing a lot of work, especially in the headwind when we come around that first bend. And I just tuck in with him and he kept looking back and I'm thinking, am I pissing him off? Like, does he want me to take the lead just so I can? You know, and I tried my best to get in the front of him, but I just couldn't hold it. And I was like, I'm going back behind you again. (laughs) Where did you boys come in your age group? Do you know? No No, idea. It hasn't hasn't really, it just goes by time on their website. Just listed, doesn't have age groups. I thought that you would have heard it, Taz, because they said, the MC was like, oh, like everyone's maintaining their pace. We've got a chase pack. We've got, um, Craig and Taz there at the back. The only one who's dropping off is Steve Woolley. Oh, <laughs> 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 oh no. Uh, just as I run, when... felt like turn around and going, cheers, mate. Thanks. I, I did hear that um, the winner was going was gonna to come close to lapping you. He did. He got me with about 20 metres to go. Because oh. when he finished, he come over the finish line, he had to, they like kind of yelled at him to move yeah. out of the, out of my way. So Taz, you're the fastest of the group with uh, a PB. What was your time? Uh, seventeen eleven. Yeah, well, seventeen eleven. Yeah, so that was a PB for me. Well done. Good. Um, How was the last few laps when you're digging deep and you got six laps to go, twenty four hundred meters, and you're going, you're hurting. How how do you even press on at that pace? Oh, yeah. Well, this time it was um, this time it was mentally really challenging i found it like my legs were okay i could still hit that pace but mentally i'm just going oh how long left and how and but it makes it you know getting that support there too it was awesome sam screaming in my ear and and just trying to like yeah like breathing out of my ears again hey i was just like oh this has got the it's got to be over but just hooked in are you are you boys keen to go back on the track, maybe a different distance, not so far, like some 800 or 15? I wouldn't mind doing a 1500 yeah. just to have a, have a crack. We'll have to have a look of when there's some coming up. I think um, Masters is every Saturday, so I'm going to just go out there and just run like an 8, a 15. Like mm. I was thinking about this morning on um, – I was running around the – I was running like grass laps up the road, and I was thinking – what would be good to go out to masters and run like 10 K and then jump on the track and do a really hard effort and then do a nice, you know, 5 K warm down or something. Are you picking masters so you don't have to compete against Taz or? (laughs) Well, that, and just like, it's, it's not like you don't, it's not as 
there's no, I'm not that there was pressure there last night, but because it's so laid back at Masters, it's literally like a park run, but on the track, like you can sort of just roll up and it's like 10 bucks to race. You pay 10, oh, it's 12 bucks now. So you pay 12 bucks and you can run. You could do the one, the two, the four, the eight. The You can race all day for that. So like you could technically get there, do a really good warm up, do a 15, go have a 20 minute jog, come back and do an eight or, you know. When do they, where are they having at QSAC or is it at UQ? It's at QSAC every Saturday, eight o'clock it oh, starts. Okay. Yeah. Shame it's just so far, but like it might be worth, we could do a group, um, a group fucking effort. Yeah. And I mean, it's the only problem is it's on that hill. So it's always seems to be windy, but, you know, if you get lucky, it might not be so windy. But, I mean, that's like life and that you can't always be chasing perfect weather. And, like, last night was pretty windy too, mm. which – and our race finished and then the wind stopped. I don't know if you've noticed that. The, yeah. the sun went down behind the stadium. Like, cause we were, oh, I was getting fucking blinded on that bend. Mm. Like, coming around the bend, there was a couple of times I nearly clipped the bloody um, aluminium yeah. track on the inside yeah. lane because I was so blinded by the sun. But then after our race, the sun went down and the actual, the wind dropped. But, and then Paul and, uh, so there's Paul Gourlay, Andy Day, and um, Joel Malloy, who we all used to train with. Yeah, and Clive, Clive, sorry, as well. Um, And man, that was just awesome. Awesome to watch them. Just the difference in level from our race to their race was like just an, another level and then again from the from then to the elite race was just another step up again and man we've got to give a shout out to um former guest of the show aiden hobbs such a nice guy we had a chat to him before he raced and that and man he's like nearly 40 and was like fifth or something overall like and run blinding time like run a really smart race like he's just such a good runner such a good athlete like imagine being able, being able to still at his age compete with the with like nineteen year olds, twenty year olds, yeah. and and still be up there with them. Like it's incredible. How did yeah. your um, coaches go there, Paul and um, Andrew Day? What sort of times do they pump out? Uh, Paul was <laughs> Paul nominated, I think fifteen thirty, and run about sixteen twenty or something. Was it? Yeah. He should have been in our race, but Paul did basically the exact same thing as me went well for a few laps and then got dropped off the back and then run the whole thing solo in last position. But he still was consistent with his times, like his, um, his lap splits. I, I lapped Andy day, uh, for one lap. And I think he run like 77, 78 and Paul was only one second behind him. So I was like, shit, like, cause I thought they'd be going quicker than that. So like 80 seconds laps, three twenties, which is 1640. So they weren't that much quicker than that, but I, I'm not sure on Andy Day's time. But he was a he ran a way smarter race. Like he he kind of started conservative and worked his way through the through the field. He was definitely fast later. Paul Gourlay was sixteen twenty one, um, and Clive Gross was fifteen fifty two, and Andy Day was fifteen forty four. Oh, that shit, man! Fine. Even fine. Andy Day, mid forties, bloody. Aiden Hobbs was 1438. Oh. Yeah. 
Fingers crossed. Yeah. That, well, like, do you guys know what the go was? There was like a team from Fiji and a team from PNG. Yeah. And they were all shit hot. Like, they, even the females in the um, the female race, they were like, might have been But it was people from everywhere, all around the world. Yeah, like, do you reckon they're here on some sort of, like, university thing? Like, yeah. Yeah, but, man, the Fijians and the Papua New Guineans, man, they yeah, so they, they were, were really the good. Yeah, so Sunshine Coast, it looks like it. University. Ah, uh, okay. They must be over here on, like, running yeah. scholarships. Yeah. Can we talk um, Sam's run coaching? Um, He's just got a certificate too. Is that right, Sam? Yep. Yeah, so, Cert 1 and Cert 2 through Athletics Australia this year. Completed. Do you want to give your um, coaching a bit of a plug? you got Sam Allen, one of your... Um, yeah, I've got a couple of guys. I've got Sam Allen. Um, he's just started up running this year. And um, another fella called Jake. Um, yep. He's dropped off at the moment, but he's coming back. And then I've just taken on a new guy. He's a triathlete. He's going to do Hell of the West next year and um, an Ironman. Um, so, yeah, that, that I'm really looking forward to that. Um, yep. So, yeah, Tidy has run coaching. We um, At the moment, we're doing Tuesday nights at 530 PM down at um, Petrie University near the water park, yeah, park on Paper Street, and that's just um, yeah, group session, and I change the session up every week. Yeah, you so you incorporate all different paces and whatever, whatever anyone wants to come along, they can do their own pacing. Is that right? Off off the sort of a some sort of chart that you write up. Yeah, so I do a whiteboard up, and I basically if we do a um, a fart leg or an interval or hill sets, so I do it up as sort of a achievable pace but yeah anyone can do it at their own pace um anyone's welcome all ages all fitness levels and before we do the race so just go through some running techniques um just to get everyone ready and see where they're at because i'm finding at the moment that a lot of people if they haven't been coached before even including myself their running technique is just way out like holding their arms up too high getting their getting their heart rate up yeah so we basically got some diagrams and stuff that Athletics Australia um, have given me and we go through some techniques and I show them what is a bad technique and what is a good technique. So just give them some examples. What, um, when you do that course, cause I've been looking into doing it, but I couldn't do it this year cause it was fully um, sold out. Yeah. What's like, just give us a quick sort of like run through of like level one, and level two, like what do they get you to do to do? So level one, firstly, they just go through the main stuff is more of insurance and, and what you can and can't do and how you can only up people's plans by 10%. So they just make sure that you're, you're being safe and you're coaching people in the right manner. Um, and then pretty much level one has got majority of it in it that you need. Um, from memory, I think it's 10 weeks roughly. Um, is that the, is that the recreational running coach yeah. thing? Yeah. yeah. You start yeah. off with rec one and yeah. two. Um, that's pretty much the majority of what people do. You can You can just do level one and you can be a coach. And you can be insured and stuff like that. Um, but level two, you get into more your advanced planning, nutrition. So um, each you do one every week, you'll um, you'll have modules that you have to complete, and then you'll do a teams meeting and you'll go through each individual. Basically, you'll go through your study and you'll report to the class through a Zoom meeting, saying, "Hey, this is what I found out about." monofart leg or um nutrition and you, you you basically give your um study to the class 
So if you go first, which I always put my hand up to go first, I wasn't afraid because I just love the study. And if you're at la if you're like tenth on the list, you got time to change up your answers, <laughs> which you can see it on the screen because everyone's got to have their their Zoom screen open. That's it. You've got to have 100% attendance. And normally, um, well, it could be during the week or it could be on the weekend. It just matters when you sign up to what classes and what coach you get. So the, you get a coach from Athletics Australia and normally they coach um, yeah, at all levels, Olympians, Commonwealth Games guys. And normally the coaches as well are like elite level runners. So it's, it's, it's great. You learn a lot. Yeah, wow. so what's next then? So you've done level set level two. So where, where do you go from here? So you can go to level three, um, but you have to go six weeks, I think it is, at Athletics Australia yeah. um, in Sydney or, or the Gold Coast, I believe. Um, yeah. So that's when you get into the real nitty-gritty of, of the proper athletes, Olympic level and stuff like that. Yeah. Are you uh, planning to go that far or are you going to pull stumps now and sort of hold on to this part of it? I reckon I will. Not Not... Not in the next couple of years. I'll have a bit of a break from the study just with family commitments and businesses and stuff. But yeah, um, yeah the study's fantastic. The, yeah, I've learned a lot. And I reckon that's a lot to do with some of my PBs this year as well. Um, that within, when you do the nutrition component in level two, they actually have a nutritionist that works for Athletics Australia that actually goes through what you need and when you need it. As soon as we sat down with her, I was just like, we're way off like nutrition like yeah, yeah it's crazy unreal yeah. interesting oh. yeah, i'm keen to do it i've just i'll do it next year i think at least i'll do the recreational running thing so i can because i take the odd session at the striders but i've not got any qualifications so it'd be good to um at least get that well the good thing is to see once you've once you've done even level one you, you've got this portal for Athletics Australia that you can use to go through. They've got, once you're qualified only in your, like level one, you can only access level one material, but there's videos on stretches and like pre-running techniques and uh, oh, like wow. drills and like it's under, like it's like a big Bible. And then also too, once you've done, once you sign up for the course, you get your insurance and that. So if you go to coach someone, you're insured to coach covers, them. So yeah. it covers the liability yep. as well. And if you keep that, um, what do you call it? Basically your subscription going through Athletics Australia, that is part of your insurance. So I think it might be like from memory, maybe a couple hundred dollars a year. Um, but then you have all the access to the material as well, which um, for me is important that you can go back over it. Um, if I have a client um, that I'm coaching and I want to look at some techniques or um some different uh increments of training you can go on that and go oh, what can i subscribe this week so you're not really having to make it up in your head you've got the resources there cool so so i guess good. for people who are looking at getting a coach or going down that road how do we find you what do we what do we do to get it so instagram um Friday has run coaching um got that one on there or um, not currently don't have Facebook at the moment, but yeah, so Instagram's probably the best way. I'll put the link to all that. I'll put your email in the um, description. Yep. yep. So we'll, uh, if you need to, need a coach, Sam, hit him up. Yeah, Smart group, guy. 
Group session. Under great results. Sam Allen's, he's improving weekly. I was seeing it because um, I met Sam at, at Brighton early and I said to him, said, oh, mate, how long have you been running for? And he goes, about five weeks. And, um, you know, he dropped his third fastest 10K today on Taz's pacing for the last 10. Um, pretty impressive, though. Sorry, I should just say as well, my my dad was there watching last night. He was talking to one of the officials who he's known for years, like since we first moved here and started running. And he said that they've uh, they've had like record numbers of kids sign up this year to compete, but they just don't have the volunteers to like they don't have the, enough officials to to run the event. Mm. That's one thing that's really um, holding them back from sort of doing more uh, more events, like you know, because like all the officials are volunteers and they just don't have the numbers yeah. to to handle the volume of like young runners so like running really is um booming we just we need just more um opportunities for like you know juniors and that to compete so if you're listening and you're interested in volunteering hit up um queensland athletics and and give them a hand if you've got the time hey um speaking of coaches before we get on to nath um i just sent a shout out yesterday at my park run dion allen he's a follows the podcast group um, he come yesterday from the sunny coast and put a face to everyone's name. Wax was there, Nathan, yourself, and me um, running at North Lakes. He come from Sunshine, Sunshine Coast. He lives at Bly Bly. He was, I was talking to him briefly afterwards, and he got a coach a year ago. He got sober um, and basically had to find something else to do with all his spare time. So he got a coach. He got onto the same – I can't remember his name. You might know Taz, the same person that Jess Willis has. Yeah. Are you sure Dion? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, and he's um come leaps and bounds. And you reckon everything comes from being coached? They just send it through to you, and you do it. Basically, get what your weekly thing is the same as you through Runco. I guess you're a bit closer. You can go see Paul if you had to, or give him a flick him a message. But he's gone from a 23 minute park runner, and I think just recently he got 17:40. So he's flying, <laughs> and that's all in the last 12 months. Amazing. He uh, messaged me Friday night because um, last week's podcast, I said I was the fellow up the sunny coast that run a 100K ultra um, that follows us all. And I said, and you look up who he follows and it's all us podcast members. And then Sasha and Katie is, of course, from Talking Tempo as well. He was listening and went, oh, shit, that is definitely me they're talking about. And he hit me up on Instagram and said, hey, mate, if you're still doing that run, I'm keen to come down and meet you all. So he got on um, a Friday night. I just, I'll usually sleep right through to work. I got up to go to the toilet and then I looked on my phone as a message from him. I replied, said, yeah, mate, we're all going to be there. And he goes, okay, I'll catch you soon. So yeah, he come, come down and had a run and really enjoyed it. So yeah. anyway. Man, we must give um, another local runner who's, who's doing his own uh, coaching as well. Uh, Nathan Plumridge, he runs with Wax at Redcliffe Park. Yep. Um, he's also said if, uh, if anyone's looking for some sort of strength and conditioning stuff for like Ironmans or, or triathlons, uh, hit him up. He could yep. do some more clients. So I'll, I'll put the link to that in the, uh, show notes as well. So Nathan's a uh, good local runner. Um, yeah. Should we talk about the Tuesday night track sessions we've been doing, Nath? Yeah. Why not? You good? <laughs> So we, we just got into these because um, my marathon training 
plan, which is a 16 week plan, but uh, I haven't, um, uh, I haven't started that 16 weeks yet, but I've, I'm into my training and I'm just trying a few of the, there's 12, uh, I think there's like 12 different sessions. So we were just um, trying a few of them out and I've basically picked the ones which I thought would be more enjoyable, but I'm really, I like, I prefer running for distance than time. So I know that I'm on a track. If it's an 800 meter session intervals, I can just do, you know, two laps. I don't have to think. I don't have to go. Oh, so I look at my. I keep looking at my watch, and you know, yeah. and then if it's 400 meters, I just know 400 meters, and then I look and wait. And and actually, uh, uh, with Spartan's help, I managed to set it up in the Garmin app, and then and then um, flick it to my watch to be able to do. And then I've worked out that I don't need to press anything on my watch. I just let it run. It just tells unless, you. Yeah. yeah. And unless I want to just stop a minute, oh shit, I've got to do a shoelace up. I can press pause. And yeah. that, that's uh, that's good. So that's it. I'll just watch it and let it yeah, start ticking down. Um and, and yeah, we've um in the Nick Bester plan has got some track sessions, but in the when I had my um uh Ben Parks uh marathon plan, it, it just had sort of like 1k efforts and stuff it wasn't track session so that sort of just got us going down to the track not the best time of year to be running track because it gets warm but um yeah we've just been getting down there uh late in the afternoon and um and doing some doing some sessions so we did a what was it i did 12 400s um at 90 seconds and your dad uh we've sort of uh, named head coach <laughs> tick Wally. um just said try just try and keep them consistent and it, it takes a couple to get them right then it so i was like 126 the first one because you're full of beans and everything and then uh i think i went between 126 and 130 so i was pretty happy with that that was really good to look at too you had zero fade in that you somehow managed 340 that you did like a couple of little quicker ones but mostly it was yeah. around that 340 average for the whole lot and it was really cool to see that's the, after six i was like oh i can really feel it now but that's yeah. the idea of it because if you did six or eight you'd be like ah oh. but you need that that 12 and that that and that on. 60 seconds rest comes around real quick so you're just sucking in the air get that heart rate back down then bang go again and steve did the last couple with me did you steve just fucking push me through so yeah, like that helped 12 is quite a lot like you know mm. 10 400s is a lot it's a hard 10 400s is a hard session so to do 12, shit, you, you did bloody well there. and yeah, Men, you, It's mental toughness, I think, as well. Then it keeps you like going, I'm going to do the 12. I'm not going to finish at 10. I'm going to finish it. fade, really, either. You just sort of held, held, held 340s, though. Really good. Hmm. I think it, definitely, if you look at that run today, the 22K, my average heart rate was like 154. Hmm. I know it was slower the second 10K, but like I was pretty happy with that. Um, that was a nicer afternoon to run at the track, though, wasn't it? That, uh, that other that, week yeah. that we run there, it was like bloody 60k winds and uh, like and 45 degrees or something. It was just insane. But that was actually pretty good. Mm. And, um, yeah, we had a, what do we have? Uh, it was me, you, my dad, Matilde, my sister. Yeah. And then by the time we finished, there was uh, the whole nudgy. I think they're the Nudgy Track Squad. We're starting up with Malloy and all the boys, and man, they got some. Yeah. They got some real fast runners in their um, group. Yeah, well, like Joel, I think has run mid fifteens 
for five k, and he's and he's only young, and he's improving all the time. Like he'll, yeah, yeah, the, the sky's the limit for him. I reckon he'll be a really good marathon runner when he gets a bit older. But yeah, I've watched. The, I was there one afternoon, and they did twenty two hundreds off a minute. So they were like they had a coach at one two hundred and a coach at the other two hundred, and they both had like synchronized stopwatches, and every minute they went. So there's a big group of them. So you really want to be running around 30 seconds to get at least 30 seconds rest. And yeah, uh, yeah me and dad just stood and we'd finished what we were doing and we just stood and watched them and they, man, for it's a, yeah. that's a big session, 2200s. We, uh, we've, we've named it unofficially the road to London run club for Tuesday afternoon. So if anyone wants to come down, usually about four o'clock, we'll get there and, we do a warm up and a good a good long warm up. Fifteen, I'll do a fifteen minute warm up, so pretty good. And then whatever session we're going to do, but you don't have to do. I want you to just come and do something else you want to try. You don't have to do all of it. And then we do a good do warm it. down. Even if you just do a couple of reps, yeah, there you go. And that one's up. That it, that that was a Road to London episode three. That is on YouTube. If uh, you look at Nathan's Type One Fitness, you can see us all there. Try not to puke at the end. I'll put that in the link as well. Yeah. In the hey. description, sorry. Yeah. Hey, um, I got a question for Taz. It's only been two seconds and you did like a Olympic distance try. Um, how have you pulled up from oh, that? Yeah. Noosa. Yeah. I've well, yeah, I've literally <laughs> straight back into it, really. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think definitely, you know, having that smaller distance and like it was high intensity for that. But yeah, I kind of recovered pretty well and I was kind yeah. of excited to get to the track. So, can you explain the difference between uh, 70.3 and Olympic distance? What's the change there? Well, the swim leg's not a great, it doesn't feel like any longer, really. It's a 1500 swim instead of a 1800 swim, but it's definitely find it on the bike. You're out there for twice as long. And, uh, you know, and it's just so many people out on that track. Uh, I was just trying to ride through people and, um, it's just wild. And then, yeah, running that last 10K is pretty much as hard as you can, just balls to the wall. And also it's just trying to run through heaps of heaps of people. It's just, it's huge. I was about, I think about 6,000 or so, 5,000, 6,000 people, you know. And yeah. luckily enough, uh, I was in a charity wave for breast cancer. So I had a priority start at 7 o'clock, which is an hour and a half before yeah. the age groupers. So... Yeah, the pink hair's like, washed out now. Pink hair's yeah, it's it's going back to blonde. What's yeah. what's the bike leg on that one, Taz? The forty k ride, it goes um, you have to Noosa, just shy of Koroi. So you climb up Garmin Hill, which is a good little pinch. Oh. It's just a hard effort for ten minutes or so. So they're going to shut down heaps of roads yeah, for that. Eh? Shut down heaps. Of, it's a night. It's a bit of a nightmare, but I I found yeah, getting a coach in and. And it's a good, it's like a festival the whole weekend. At, you know, the Noosa Bolt, they had the crit race as well on the bikes and they had yeah. open water swims. Like the whole place goes crazy. It's, yeah, yeah, it's really good. And yeah. That hill you're just saying, um, I know Jeremy, one of the guys from North Lakes, he goes up there and does reps because I think he did Noosa try last year. Wow. He, um, he did like four reps of it. And on the way down, he was hitting like 86 Ks an hour or something. What yeah. sort of during the race are you keen to go that fast or what? If you can, like I was, I was going down that hill pretty quick, 
and trying to weave around people as well. Oh. I'm flying past and yeah, they, they actually got an ambulance at the bottom of the hill for people okay. who, people who would usually uh, yeah, just go straight through into the bush or straight through into the ambulance. So oh, shit. it's crazy. Shit. Yeah. It's some it's, crazy speeds. It's like, how do you uh, acknowledge you? He must have big brass balls, man. Cause that's like not much, yeah. not, much about, not much between you and the road. Eh? And then no, you and there's not much, you're not wearing like, like I said, that's as fast as a bike would go down. Look at all the padding they wear. So yeah. Wow. <laughs> No, it was good. It was a good race. Definitely want probably, you know, get down there every year to be a part of it. So yeah. Um, yeah, awesome. That yeah. that um that bike transition area has gotta have like millions of dollars worth of bikes in there, eh? Like it's a, it's a sight to see. And it's that. it's funny, like they always say don't try new things on race day, but I did. <laughs> I got up I, I stuck my cleats onto my bike. I've never done that before, using a rubber band. And yeah, use your rubber band. And you you clip your um your riding shoes on there, and then yeah, use a rubber band to sort of keep it so they're not constantly moving. So when you jump on the bike, you'll you'll as you pedal, you'll, the tension on the rubber bands will snap, and then you you keep riding. Oh, cool. I've never done that before, so I ran ran out of the swim transition, dropped the helmet on, grabbed the bike, running out, and I thought like, oh geez, I gotta run, I gotta jump on the bike. Like, and I've got drink bottles that were a bit high up in my seat, so I'm like swinging my leg over, madness. And yeah, it, it worked out well. How do you do your shoes after? You, on your ride, you just sort of have a like, you use triathlon um, cleats, so which has just turn the dial, yeah. Cycling, and you just like rip. Yeah, as your legs coming up, you just sort of smashing that. Yeah, strap straight over, and and then it was the same on the run. I um no socks were needed just chuck the shoes on and and just get out and just grab my hat my bib and just run out yeah it's crazy so when you jump on the bike do you just put your shoes like on the you've put your feet sorry on yeah. the on the shoes and ride for how far do you ride before you try and get your feet in them um probably yeah probably like been 20 meters if oh uh, shit okay you're in there. Yeah. You're trying to get it tied up so you can just just really go for go. it yeah and yeah in yeah into yeah, air yeah. and just going as hard as you can really for for un- under an hour was the goal but i was a bit over that yeah you're clocking huge a huge pace too along there 37 i think 37 point something k's an hour average yeah it's it's crazy right it's, it's funny, there's loads of techniques in there for uh triathlon little little ones, save you some time. I remember when Matilda did her first one out at Bribey, she was laying her stuff down and like socks and stuff. And this woman who looked like she hadn't done a triathlon in quite a long time just because of the weight she was carrying, and she's trying to give Matilda some advice. She goes, Oh, she goes, uh, what are you doing? She goes, I'm just laying my stuff down ready. She goes, you won't need socks. You don't have. You won't have time to put socks on. <laughs> Matilda, like, Matilda. I'm yeah. I'm putting socks on. Thank you very much to yeah. ride and run in. You well, know, the there's like sprinklers and people throwing water at you. So then all that's going into your shoes. You got wet feet, no socks. Yeah. But um, the winner of that, which was um, Wilder, he he broke the course record first and second. Elite. What time was that? I think mean, I think the winner was um, an hour. 45 not corrected he also won melbourne half ironman today oh wow so crazy the the swim was modified to 900 i don't know why but 
um, still, yeah, insane, insane time. Three hours and 19, I think, for a half Ironman. Hey, do you want to know some insane times? You know, we're just talking about 5,000 metres. Well, yeah, British Athletics, to qualify for the Olympics at 5,000 metres, men, well, it was in 2020, 15, 11, and for the women, oh, that's wrong, 13, 16, and the women, 15, 11. But then for if you want to go to Paris Olympics next year, you're going to have to run uh, for 5,000, 13.05 men to qualify and women, 14.52 to qualify. Wow. Fuck. That would minimalise the field, wouldn't it? Like, there wouldn't be... That's so yeah, basically. well, that's I think it is. It's it is a shame because you've got a lot of athletics, um, uh, like events that are making it harder and harder, less and less people going. But then they're opening it up for like, I mean, do we really need soccer in the Olympics? You know, the, there's all these other sports they're adding. It's like and which take up a lot of people. Mm. You know, different if it was just one or two people like skateboarding or something. A few people, you know, BMXing, mountain biking, and that. But, when they take a whole soccer team and then you've got the coaching staff and subs and everything else, like and a physio and everything, it just like really extends out the number of people going. But like Spencer used to be able to run 1340 for 5,000. He was the best in the country and still couldn't get to the Olympics because of his, it was a bit slower back then, but still, you know, to run that fast and not be good enough to go to the Olympics. It's just like. Also, Nathan, I was going to say, you joined us at Brighton early today um your second yes week, i think it is how did you find i was it? late i was i was late because i was thinking oh yeah they start at like 6 30 so i was like at my car doing a piece to camera for episode four of me road to london and i was having a mars i was having a can of coke and a because uh, my sugar was getting low and a, and a banana and all of a sudden they're like everyone's like going i'm like what the fuck so i've shut the boot and <laughs> hit the alarm and fucking that's why i was chasing after everyone i never caught you guys right at the front but um i think i've been once before if i once or twice i've done bright and early and then i turn up yeah, today once. and i won a ten dollar voucher so yeah, like, yeah it was um, yeah, so, so today we had balloon cafe which is a local one at brighton we've been going to for two years now so they are have jumped on board with giving us uh, money towards our singlet club singlets that we're going to bring out and they've also given us vouchers to you know to give back give back it's to us in and, shop. yeah and in shops right. uh, which, is, uh, which is great for them and it's been great for the community so for anyone a great little club great club very inclusive uh friendly you know as well so uh, if anyone's in the in the North Brisbane area, wants to run Saturday, Sunday mornings, then get out there for a six a.m. start. Is the, um, the the coffee shop cops? They cop a huge um onslaught from seven Taz. Yeah, they actually right. put extra staff on for us, so yeah. they do was, a good job down there. It was stacked inside and outside today. There's like probably I don't know eight or nine, ten people outside, and the whole inside yeah. was taken up. So. Yeah, we must get we must get a bit back, and just knowing that we're all going to show up there, it's pretty and like cool. We did today. We did them extra k's, and so for anyone who wants to do a long run, like it was good fun today, running in that big mm. pack and yeah. pushing each other along. It broke me, it broke me at twenty k's. <laughs> that was a good run this morning. Yeah, it's my first long run for a while. So. Yeah, I said to Taz, yeah, we um we run at five twenties for the first hour, 
and then we did the first K at 5.21 and the rest were all under five minutes. <laughs> so we didn't stick to plan, but each K ramped by about one or two seconds. So by the time we got to 20 Ks, we were sitting on 4.20 pace. Yeah. And then I thought that's it for me. There's no way. That's good though, because it was almost a bit like a tempo run, wasn't it? It's like then then I spent then did the next ten k, I just chilled out a bit. So yeah. that's good still, though. It's it's the best club for it. It doesn't matter what pace you run. Like you can jump in with any group. There's a heap of groups there. There's people pushing prams. I don't yeah. think anyone would keep keep up with. And we're not racing prams. each other. It's like um like park run. It's a bit of a race, isn't it? Really, but it's um you, you can't. Yeah, we're not. It's not there to compete with that. It's there just to get people out moving together fun safe environment yeah yeah it's awesome it's the best club best thing to do on a sunday morning is to go for a run i reckon it's like yeah. otherwise you're just gonna be lying in bed doing nothing you get up and go it starts the day well eh? it's awesome oh, i was finished uh oh you know i was on the way home at 7 30 it's like i had a quick dip in the water it was actually pretty cold i gotta say it's pretty cold in there so, that was my ice bath steve did me ice bath mate <laughs> <laughs> what what degrees do you reckon it was I don't know, mate. I reckon that was like oh, 18, not even. Yeah. I reckon it was quite chilly. I was like, oh, this is cold. Mm. I reckon it was below 18 even. Yeah, I don't know. I was thinking this morning, um, like even though like you had a good run, Sam, you had a you had a pretty good run. Well, you run a PB Taz, but like I mean, let's be fair, you can go a lot quicker than that. And I definitely can go a lot quicker than that too. I was thinking Maybe in like a few weeks' time, we should organise to get down to Sandgate. Maybe even on a Sunday, and get like a couple of the quicker guys, like maybe Paul or Chris Wheelerhan or Arby or something or Clive, or and get us to uh, run a sub seventeen, just one yeah. from Decker Park, just just a full like send a, and a, just a one way and yeah. just hang on like. Yeah. Before it gets too hot, I reckon we should organise yeah. that. And anyone listening who thinks they can get, you know, even close to that, jump in and just hang on as long as you can. Yeah. Time will be crucial um, for Sammy. He's he's running a 50k ultra in three weeks. Oh, yeah. so maybe you're not up for that, but um, yeah, maybe we could do it in two weeks and try and get like Paul get or someone there. down like to knock that 17 over put in before the end of the year wait, just wait until after the third of December please <laughs> yeah yeah you Sammy just, just wait a little recovery sprint yeah you'll be buggered after that 50k man that's when you were talking about that 50 I was thinking like the heat and and all that is gonna take a bit out of you hey like it's gonna what's, take you a few weeks to recover on a full marathon really yeah, it's a looking at a couple of months, right? So fifty yeah. k, you have to yeah be more or less the same. You'll yeah, you'll be feeling that sort of fatigue, your body fatigue through the new year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you think like when you do the marathon, you think after about a month, you think you recovered, eh? But you're actually you're still not quite right. Feel it, a bit, eh? Yeah, you can feel it in your legs, can't you? You can just feel that heaviness yeah. in the legs. I reckon. Yeah, I didn't see that with Sam though. Sam like did the guzzler, I think, um, and he bounced back very quick. Was running again, and and from there he's just basically just PB. He did like sunny coast PB. Um, it's different, eh, for everyone, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. You you are you feeling better this year than last year, Sam? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I've I've managed 
managed injuries a bit better. I've just I just can't up the case too much. But I see Cairo and physio and and I get all the regular treatment every fortnight to three weeks. So that, that plays a big part. If you're demanding a lot out of your body, you have to recover properly. You have yeah. to have rest and recoveries. And this year I've I've I'm sort of resting uh Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and I'm finding that rest on my shins makes a world of difference. So I just do my training Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. And I mean that's all I can that's my only times anyway, but having those three days off in between is, is magic. And then getting awesome. the um acupuncture and stuff like that's really important as well. Sam, talking about your like you run your own business during the day. It's a hairdressing like a barber shop, isn't it? Yeah. So what what sort of stuff do you do? Like obviously you're cutting blokes' hair, but is there any I see all this shit on TikTok, you know, like where they're waxing people's noses and yeah, ears and shit. You don't do that. Oh. No, that's a twenty twenty three thing. We're a traditional barbershop. We've been operating seven years, been in industry for twenty. Um, no, we just good Aussie blokes just having a crack and good vibes. So what is that and where is it? In Brackenridge. Brackenridge. Seven district. Um Toddy As barbershop. If I had any hair, I'd come down and get a cut, but <laughs> maybe I can come and you can shave my head with a razor, a cutthroat razor or something. Yeah. Do you do that? Yeah. Cutthroat razor stuff? Yeah. Yep. Oh, sick. Oh, well, if you need your hair cut and you're on the north side of Brizzy, come you need and a run, coach. <laughs> he'll, cut, he'll cut your hair and then give you a, give you a 5K. Running plan. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. So we know what's next for you, Sam. You're, you've got the uh, GC50. What's, have you got anything planned, Taz? <laughs> yeah, I'm doing a, a 100K Cosi Bosco trial. UTMB, awesome. Yeah, I'm, yeah, it's a bit of a bucket list um, event for me. So heading down there with um, Emma from Brighton Early and Georgia and their partners, and we're going to oh, climb a mountain. You're camping or you got a hotel or something? It's so expensive too. Yeah. Oh yeah, they make they really jack it up for that around that summertime. So yeah. I think um, yeah, it's going to be awesome. I'm really going to look, look forward to it. Really going to enjoy it. So will they crew you for the event? I, I I didn't think you need a crew, but Emma was saying that I kind of need a crew. So I'm not sure. You can do drop bags as well, though. I think for Costco, yeah. I looked at it fairly extensively. I think uh, drop bags because it can be quite difficult to get to. I think some of the um, if unless you got a higher car or whatever, then it can be a little bit difficult. But yeah, I, I know they do extensive drop bags, so yeah, yeah. look at them for that. Yeah, I have to. There's something to look into, Taz. I was speaking to Emma when we were trail running back in July, you know, for Guzzler. Yeah. Is that is something because of the elevation, and I know it's Christmas time, but it's so cold up high. So how do you manage that? You're gonna have to have compression. Um clothing sort of to keep you from getting cold and then as you descend it's going to be getting hotter because it's still summer in new south wales so it's going to be hot <laughs> well I'm, I'm, hopefully i can be back before the sun's down that would be a good plan um yeah. bring some thermals yeah yeah bring some thermals I'm, yeah. i don't do well in the cold so depends what the uh, they might have a what's the mandatory list like if you looked yeah there's a lot yeah it's a big list. My advice is if you've got a like one of those vacuum packers, 
yeah. like food ones. I I'll put everything for yeah. um for BTU in that and squashed it down because it saves you so much space because they wanted like thermal gloves and stuff and I just like put it in a little vacuum seal bag and, and sucked all the air out of them and then sealed them like that was definitely training with um precision fuel which is like a carbonated drink mix i use through there so I've, and i've been testing it out seeing how much my guts can handle of it and especially through iron man doing you know having that nutrition on board so i'll be using that i'll be packing like um satchels of um powder mix and just keep filling that up and keep so that i'm getting the uh, uh, carb mix and hydration in at the same time just mm. keep fueling and eating and moving and staying yeah, positive. Yeah, hopefully have some people there to meet there's a it's a big international event too so get a lot of people from a lot around the world so yeah i look forward to it it's a good way to finish the year was there anything 2023 that you're going to redo 2024 and try try and go better again say any favorites uh well definitely going to tackle another Ironman next year. Yeah. Uh, yeah, New Zealand. But other yeah, other events. I want to do Gold Coast Marathon next yep. year. I did the 10K and I, I was saying that I wouldn't mind becoming a legend there, which is you have to do an event. I don't think you have to do the actual Ironman, dis- I mean, the um, marathon distance. I think you just have to participate in an event. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I want to yeah. do a good marathon. I haven't done a good standalone marathon, so... And um, yeah, just just a sunny coast, jetty to jetty, a lot of the local events, and just see how it goes. I've I, I usually just book events as I go along. I'll book the main ones early in the year and then see how I go with that. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. All right. Sick. Cool. cool. A few more track events would be good. Yeah, a few more tracks. So we're gonna yeah. get we'll get faster on there. Definitely. Yeah, like it's um, it's it's different, but it's a wicked vibe, eh? Yeah. Like when you get to the track and you smell the, the rubber, the, you smell it, you're like, oh god, yeah, you're like it's yeah, but it's unreal. I mean, even just watching, like the elite women, well, the women's five k only had two races, like the men's had four, was it four or five? Four, I think. Oh, yeah. I don't know, but the yeah, the women's only had two races, and even the the slower race was really quick. Like they're just all proper athletes. You know, they're, they're all in really good Nick, really good, really fit. And then the elites was, um, yeah, the chick who won that, she was, cha- she nearly, you know, she only just missed out on a, was it a world junior games qualifying time by like a couple of seconds. And that was a solo, pretty much a solo run from the front. She just grounded out. Yeah, it's like for anyone listening, if you're interested in any way, maybe just go along and watch one, see what it's all about, and then just have a crack, enter, get out there and and have a go. Can't stress it enough. I always going on to all the striders in the uh, you know the group chats on Facebook. Like just get out there and and have a run. And everyone's like, oh, I'm not quite fit enough. I'm not quite fast enough but you're never gonna be fit enough you're gonna yeah just you never just get out there and you will get faster by doing that sort of stuff you know def man 5k on the track no matter how hard you go or no matter how slow you go is definitely going to help your marathon time 
I think. Like, I think if you can work on that, whilst it's really hot, if you can work on that, um, you know, 3K, 5K, 10K pace, by the time it rolls around for like marathon season, it'll make that marathon pace feel so much easier. Yeah. That's my theory anyway. We got one last shout out, Kobe Bilby from um, North Lakes Park Run. I did a couple laps with him, or one lap and a bit at, on the weekend. He's um, doing districts out at um, Cusack, I think, at the end of the month, doing the 1500 metre. He's got a PB at the moment of 418, which is 252 pace. Um, and he, he reckons with all the training that he's done and strength and stuff with Runco, he's hoping to go sub four minutes. So um, big shout out to him. He's only a little fellow, but geez, he can move. Is he a Runco athlete? Yeah, he's Andy Daisy's coach. So, yeah. yeah. He trains with, um, I think he said Scott Britton trains with him out there. So they, and uh, Daniel Holloway. So you know him. So they do the morning, they do the mornings, I think, out there. Out there so out at, um, is it Warner Lakes they do that? Yeah. So, but yeah, he's, he's hoping to smash it. He's doing the under 18s, 1500 meters states. So, oh, good luck. He didn't run. No, I don't think so. He didn't run last night. His his goal distance is fifteen hundred, so he's hoping to beat that, which is moving two two minutes fifty two a kilometer, and just all out. I said, "How's it? How's it going?" He goes, "Kind of." The first fifty meters is really hard, and then he goes, "You got to find a pace that you can just maintain." So he said the same thing. You know, you look at the pace chart, and the little graph goes fifty meters, and it sort of slowly. <laughs> But he goes, you can't fade, otherwise you just get beaten. You just got to hold it. You got to find. So that's where he's training for. So in a couple of weeks, I think he's going to be going really hard out there and it'd be good to get back and tell you what his time is because I know that's pretty quick. Man, I um I forgot about this too. I should say that like at Parkrun, I've seen Taz and Taz goes, oh, it's at um, UQ, isn't it? Like we're talking about the, the race yesterday. And I was like, no, nah, I think it's QSAC. Because I think on the website it did say QSAC originally, and I just entered, didn't even check again. And um, anyway, we're driving in yesterday. Um, uh, Paul Paul got to my house and we're driving in to uh, pick up my dad. And Paul goes, oh, it's that um, UQ, isn't it? And I'm like, nah, it's QSAC. <laughs> and then he goes, no, nah, I think it's at UQ at the uni. I'm like, shit, is it? So he's jumped on his phone. And um, believe it or not, we had a bit of trouble finding out where it was on the website. It wasn't very clearly marked. No, it didn't look good. As he's um, checking it, my phone rings. It's Fraser. And uh, you can barely hear him because of the wind. He's like, mate, what time's this start? (laughs) And I'm like, oh, it's on now. And he goes, well, there ain't many people here. (laughs) I said, Shit, man, where are you? He's like, I'm out. QSAC. QSAC. He's like, I'm like, oh, shit. He phoned me, mate. He phoned me. He said, is it you, Q? He goes, they're going to fucking phone me and told me. I didn't know. I I didn't know you were coming, man. Shit, sorry. So, yeah, he... (laughs) He he got to uh, the uni like pretty quickly. It was only like half an hour or something, but I yeah. thought that was pretty funny. And then oh, we he watched the because he only really wanted to watch the eight hundreds. That's mm-hmm. why he got there so early. But he missed. Did he get to him? He, he yeah, I think he missed the first fastest eight hundred, but uh-huh. watched the rest of the heats and that. So pretty good. Was there yeah. a lot of people there watching? Uh, 
when we first got there, there wasn't that many people, eh? Like, not, not that many people. And then um, by the time the 5K started, like, there was probably more people on the actual track watching. Yeah. But, man, if, if like, yeah, if someone had some connections and some money, geez, you could put together some good events on the on the track. Like, if they did, you know, what, they, the night of the 10,000 metre PBs did, they could set up oh. on the on the uh, you know they have mu- music playing, beer trucks, food trucks like yeah. they did something so good like was that. that. That was good watching that, eh? Yeah, man, because you'd make a night of it. Like you'd actually make. Yeah. You you could say, oh, let's get a taxi in, and you could have a few beers, and yeah, yeah. someone's got to do that. It's just you need the money to to run an event. My my first thought was, oh, we should do that and just promote it ourselves and do it at Nudgy. But then I was like, man, they wouldn't let you have alcohol there at a, at a school. And then if you tried to do it anywhere else, I reckon that like Queensland Athletics would get the shits with it. They wouldn't, you know, be pretty hard to get the officials or like volunteers. Yeah. To do it. it didn't go through UQ and then, yeah, be a pretty difficult thing to do. But if you had heaps of money, you could organize an event like that and it'd be so successful you got no competition no one else Bring is trying to do it just... yeah have like pump and music yeah. some bit of atmosphere with some lights and yeah it'd be it'd be so cool but it's a shame we don't have more of that they're doing something similar in melbourne i think in a couple of weeks it's a you know on running you know mm-hmm. on cloud the like shoe brand they've got an event that's supposed to be similar in melbourne and it's like full seated races so like you enter your 5k time and they put you in the correct heat and uh yeah they've got like food trucks beer tent um yeah everything so shame that's so far i actually looked at flights to get there but it's the flights are so expensive that time of year it's not worth going down but that that would have been a good experience to go and do something like that all right well been been a pretty solid week yep oh um let's hope everyone has a good week next week yeah yeah thanks for coming over boys it was um thanks for having me on again yeah thanks. great to have you here it was great to um have you out at the track last night having a run bloody yeah everyone should get out there and have a crack do that thoroughly enjoy it yeah and good work on the pvs too amazing yeah, well done. Well done, Taz. Well done, Sam. Sam, you got to be stoked with your time. Like, that's a big improvement. But I feel like you're only getting better anyway. You're probably knocking on the door of, like, 17 minutes soon. But, yeah, thanks, right. everyone, for listening. Right, we uh, Hopefully we didn't forget any of the shout-outs or anything. Anything, any guys you want to shout-out to? <laughs> nah. Just, just nah. Sambo Allen, mate. Just keep killing it. On the GC25, he'll he'll do well. He did real well. He's done the he's done the work, so I'm really excited to see him smash that out. Awesome. More shout out to um, RPV Compressions once again. They're setting us up with some custom bright and early socks, so a lot of guys will be able to get them off me shortly. I'm sure. So yeah, shout out yeah. to them. Awesome, best socks going, mate. I wore them. Last night at the uh, at the track, you Same you had a pair on too. Awesome. Yeah, Unreal. so good. Get on to them soon. So good. All right, wicked. All right, have a good week. See you soon. See you.